The book of Ephesians tells us, But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one may boast. May the grace of God, shown to us through the gift of his Son, Jesus Christ, fill us this Christmas season and always with the joy of forgiveness, life, and eternal salvation. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, this Christmas season is often associated with words such as peace, joy, worship, praise, and goodwill. But the word that may best describe what Christmas and our entire lives as Christians is all about is grace. Grace is the unmerited favor of God, God's riches at Christ's expense. And the story of Christmas is, at its heart, a story of grace. The coming of Jesus Christ into our world some 2,000 years ago is the affirmation of God's unmerited favor to us. It is this grace that enables us to have the peace, joy, praise, and goodwill that's associated with this time of year. It is God's great gift of grace that gives us the peace that is longed for, spoken of, and even sung about this time of year. We sing, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. That's pure grace. That's what gives us the peace that passes all understanding. We are reconciled. Or in other words, we are at peace because of what God has done for us through Jesus Christ, through his perfect life, sacrificial death, and victorious resurrection. Romans 8 verse 1 tells us, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Knowing that wonderful truth, peace is certainly ours this Christmas season and always. And it's ours by grace. Joy. Joy is without a doubt a great description of the Christmas season. You just have to look at the faces of the children as they open up presents to see that wonderful joy. For children, there's also the joy of being off of school for a few days. There's the joy in the festive decorations. There's joy in seeing family and loved ones. There's the joy of sharing those gifts with one another. But joy, true joy, has its source in grace. True and lasting joy is found in the gracious gift of Jesus Christ, born to be our Savior from sin, death, and the power of the devil. See, without the precious gift of Jesus, the joys of this season would just be temporary and fleeting. But thanks be to Jesus. We have a joy that lasts forever. We have a joy that lasts into all eternity, and it's all because of grace. Now, worship and praise are also a big part of what this season's all about. 
We saw in our children's Christmas program last week how the angels and shepherds all worshiped and praised God at his gift, his gift of grace. And that's what we gather together here in church to do. And here again, as we look at worship and praise, we see that it's all about grace. All you need to do is look at every aspect of the worship service and we can see God's grace at work for us. We began with the invocation and heard that our triune God is present here with us. That's grace. We together confess our sins, our sin of thought, word, and deed. And we heard the message of grace that our sins have been forgiven, wiped away, done away with, forgotten. We hear God's word and we sing his word, a clear message of grace. The, the grace that, of God's plan to make us his forever. Later, we'll join together in prayer. And just that very fact that we can pray to God about anything is a gift of grace. On top of that, we have God's promise that he hears our every prayer. And that he answers each and every prayer with what he knows to be for our very best. Again, pure grace. We also have the opportunity tonight to receive the Lord's Supper, where Jesus feeds us with his very own body and blood for the forgiveness of our sin and the strengthening of our faith. It is indeed another gift of God's grace. At the conclusion of our worship service, we receive the benediction for the blessing of God. We have this promise that as we go out from here, that he goes with us. As we, hear, as we head out of here and face the struggles of another week of the real life, we have God's gracious promise to be with us, to be with us and to equip us with his grace as sufficient to face whatever comes our way, knowing that God will get us through it and he'll be there with us through it. And our response to this outpouring of grace is one of praise. And we do that here through the singing of God's praises. It's the gift of God's grace that enables us to sing with such gusto, joy to the world. The Lord is come. Goodwill, that's another word that comes up a lot this time of year. This is certainly a time of giving. We see people giving their change to bell ringers as we shop. We hear stories of people all over, all over the place paying it forward to help others and to show goodwill. But goodwill also has its root in God's amazing grace. In fact, all the good that we do comes from the fact that the Holy Spirit is working through us and producing good fruit. And what's the greatest act of goodwill that we can show somebody? Is to show them God's grace. To show them the grace, mercy, love, and forgiveness that God has first shown to us. So let God's grace overflow from you to everyone around you. Forgive continually. Don't hold on to those grudges that you've been holding on to for years and years. Forgive them. Forgive them. Christmas is the perfect time to do that. For in Christmas, we see God's gift of grace and we can share that grace with one another. Don't let disputes between friends and family members go on without forgiving the hurtful things that have been done and said. 
And instead of holding on to grudges, hold on to the ex example of continual forgiveness that Christ shows to us and showed us from the cross. Hold on to the promise that we have that God is always there with us. And he has a perfect plan for our lives. It's far better than we can even imagine or know. And know this truth. God's grace is bigger than anything we will ever face. We've been forgiven by a God who holds no record of our many sins, but instead loves us and loves us unconditionally. Psalm 103 says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. We also hear in Micah chapter 7, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. God delights to love us and to forgive us and wants us to have that very same attitude toward others. The goodwill that we show, again, is a result of the good news of God's grace. Now, why is grace, though, sometimes a hard concept for us to understand? One of the reasons is because the rest of the world simply doesn't work on the basis of grace. Grace is receiving good when I deserve bad. But our world tells us you get what you deserve. You pay the price for your actions. But Christmas shows us grace. God sent his son into the world to save the world, to save you and me. Unto you is born a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Unto you is born the light of the world, to scatter the darkness of your sin and death far as the curse is found. Unto you is born the true fountain of life, who baptizes you with living water and sacred blood flowing from his pierced side. Unto you is born the one who speaks a word of absolution over your sins as quickly as and surely as he spoke creation into being. Unto you is born the word made flesh, who gives his flesh for you to eat and his blood for you to drink. Unto you, grace is given. So brothers and sisters in Christ, rejoice. Rejoice this Christmas in God's gift of grace to you. Amen.